This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. Tiki and Tierney here on WFAN. Tiki Barber and Solo while BT's over at the Garden calling St. John's 10-point halftime upset. They haven't fully upset them yet. Marquette's got a long way to come back in this game because they're not shooting well. And Shaka Smart, who is trying to reprove his excellence. We know he's an excellent coach. They're number six team in the country already. But he's trying to reprove his excellence and get a Big East tournament victory. He's getting uh, all he can handle from St. John's uh, right now, who probably need to win the Big East tournament to go dancing. So we'll see if their little mini pre-tournament Cinderella thing can keep rolling Along Again, up 10 St. John's is, as you heard in Andrew Bogus's update over Marquette at halftime. But first, we're, start, we're still talking Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, we, we hit this earlier, but I want to revisit it because the Lamar Jackson situation is very, very odd. Um, as a former MVP, he's 26 years old. I know he's had some injuries over the last couple of years. And last year, they even felt like he was holding himself out. With, with injuries, you know, two years ago it was COVID, and then he had a an, another odd sickness that kept him, you know, from from being available. Last year it was it was a PCL injury, and I know people are, will speculate that you know he was dogging it and just didn't want to come back. But I got to tell you, very few people have had a PCL injury because it's not one you hear about often. Maybe they do have them, you just don't hear about them. But I actually had a PCL injury. I tore my PCL my rookie season um, on the Giants AstroTurf. We were playing the New Orleans Saints. I'll never forget it. I go down awkwardly, bang my knee. My my right, my left leg was underneath the ankle of my right leg, and I hit my right knee on the ground, and so it pushed back 
my tib fib, and it was weird. It didn't hurt, but it just felt awkward. So I go over to the sideline. Ronnie Barnes lays me down on the ground. He does that, you know, the I forget what the test is to test your ACL. He's like, no, your ACL is good. I'm like, all right, cool. But he didn't push back on my knees. Like, oh, but your PCL is gone. I was like, what do you mean my PCL is gone? He's like, yeah, you just tore your PCL. So just like that, uh, it disrupted my gait. And I missed five, four or five games immediately after that. And when I came back, I, I never ran the same again. Uh, I, I ended up having a lot of laxity in my joint, meaning the, you know, the, where your knees, your, your fibula, uh, fibula the tib, tib fib meets your femur. I had a lot of laxity there and ended up developing bone spurs. It became a, a pain in the ass. Um, it was not something you just take some rest and you get over and you're fine. Interestingly, though, the change in my gait slowed me down as a player, and it helped me become a better runner. But I know that Lamar Jackson's uh, PCL injury last season was not something he was dogging because that thing changes changes how you play. And as a guy who was almost at least 50% dependent upon his, his speed and his change of direction, it would have been dangerous for him to try to play on a PCL. So hopefully that's healed. Again, mine, mine was fine. A year later, I started to really start to thrive. And, or at least a couple, a, a year and a half later, I started to thrive and had my first thousand yard season. And it didn't affect me long-term in my career. So the injuries I'm not worried about with Lamar Jackson, but there is this conspiracy, this collusion, uh, experience conspiracy that we keep hearing about that is solely around Lamar's contract demands, nothing else. Uh, I know that people think, oh, what about the scheme? Greg Roman got fired for a reason. He just never evolved the scheme. It was all Mark Andrews throwing to the tight end, no wide receiver, uh, easy throws uh, for Lamar Jackson, and uh, uh, there's a reason that he's not there anymore. I think Lamar can fit into schemes. I think if you craft things that make it uh, fit his skill set, he can be a great player. But the conspiracy around him has almost 100% to do with the fact that he's trying to demand a non a fully guaranteed contract and NFL teams are not going to do that. They will never set the precedent that the best players in this league deserve fully guaranteed contracts. You see that in other sports, it will never happen. Trust me, never happen in the NFL because it's you give a guy a guaranteed contract in the NFL, he gets hurt, has a career, you know, changing injury maybe he tries to play but it's just it's not it's not going to work out it's not like baseball it's not like basketball they they can't afford to do it especially in a salary cap league now if they want to get rid of the salary cap which would be fantastic from a player standpoint and i would love that then guess what you can have fully guaranteed contracts in a salary cap league there's no way you're getting rid of you're going to have fully guaranteed contracts let's go to tony who's in staten island tony welcome to the fan what's up dude Hey, Kiki. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Yourself? Not too bad. I, I want to call on a few topics. So to your point, you said hopefully he's healthy, right? And yeah. That's a key term, right? So yep. his style of play, if I was the GM, I would say far away from that. That's my opinion. You're talking about Lamar. And, uh, that style of play, yeah. Lamar and, and then, uh, even the style of play Josh Allen just throwing his body around. <laughs> Listen, you need, to throw from, you, know, you need to throw from the pocket. You need to run when you need to run. Ultimately, you, you have know? to. You cannot be a f- like a... Eight-year, right. ten-year scrambling quarterback. It just doesn't work. Right. Even the best ones yeah. who've done it and been Hall of Famers, like Steve yeah. Young, had to retire early. Now, his was concussions, yeah. but whatever, whatever the complication is, 
it's going to yeah. be complicating, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, to Steve Young, he started uh, late in the NFL, being yep. drafted by the Bucks, USFL, yep. you know, behind Montana. So there's a story about you know his short short career. But you know, a great example is the way Mahomes ran, has a busted up foot, and, and look at that run he had late in that mm-hmm. game. So and in the and in the Bengal game too. When you, those spots you need to pick, you know, and and, yes. and that's the way I want my quarterback to play. Agree. If I'm dishing out fifty million dollars, all right. So um, that's my opinion on that. Another point you said about guaranteed contracts, right? As a fan, listen, if these contracts were guaranteed. Listen, they're going to be one and two year contracts, and and we don't want that player movement would be crazy in the and NFL. I just think it's a, yeah, we don't want to yeah, happen what happened in the NBA. Like, that's the yeah, last thing I ever want to see in the NFL. Nah, that's not a good. You need continuity, especially on the offensive line. You know, and especially certain certain positions, quarterback, uh, wide receiver, uh, no doubt. chemistry, and, and no, no. So doubt. it's not good, Tony. It's funny. I didn't, they, even, I didn't even think about it that way because yeah, yeah if you're going to do guarantee, because essentially, like Daniel Jones has a guaranteed two year contract. Basically, right? I know it's a four-year contract for 160, but it's essentially a guaranteed two-year contract. But the last Mm -hmm. thing I want is to say, all right, Daniel, we got it for two years. See you in San Francisco in 2026, right? I I, I don't want that. Nobody wants that. And and you don't want that connection with the players. You know, you need that connection. And the uh, fan base. (laughs) And the fan base, absolutely. And then, hey, finally, uh, maybe one or two more points if I could. If if Rodgers chooses not to play this year. Yeah. Thus, he retires yes. and goes into a cave for, for eight weeks <laughs> out of the NFL season, yeah. right? And Frisco gets in trouble with inter- injuries in their quarterback or yeah. some com- really competitive team. If he chooses to come out of retirement, Green Bay still owns his rights. Is that Abs- correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Do you, do, it, would Green Bay have more leverage in getting back something from a team? Yeah, that, right? they would. Yeah. Especially if it, if that scenario that you bring yeah. up, Tony, is what, say, San Francisco in this case, it's, it's, if, they're, right. if they're desperate. I mean, they have no other option. Brock Purdy is banged up. Trey Lance is whatever. Yeah. Jimmy's gone. And they have no other option, and they really want Aaron Rodgers. Then now the Packers have all the leverage in the world and can ask for yeah. you know the world. We'll take, we want your first-round yeah. picks, right? It, yeah, and, that, and speaking to that, I mean, we're all sold that he's going to an AFC team at this point. Is that Well, I mean, it, I, honestly, there's not a lot of – and appreciate your call, Tony. There's not a lot of – noise about anybody else other than the Jets. Now, this started because the Packers, through other sources, they didn't say this directly, made it known that they were not that they didn't want him to go to an um an NFC team. They're in the NFC. They don't want to have to see him but say potentially in the NFC championship game. And so the trade partners that emerged early were all AFC teams. Um, whether it was Miami, whether it was uh, the Raiders, the Jets, or all AFC teams. Now, I think what has happened is that there hasn't been a lot of interest. I mean, because one, nobody knows what Aaron wanted to do. It's why I was so anti-Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, because he gave no indication what he was going to do. He wasn't saying, oh, I really want to go to the Jets, or I, I, or telling even the Packers, uh, Packers, hey, I really wanted to go to the Jets, let's have a conversation we had no indication that, that that anything was going to happen. Now we do have an indication. And so, yeah, it makes sense that they want to sign him, but there's nobody else. There's one team that is desperate to sign Aaron Rodgers, and that's the New York Jets. And Aaron Rodgers, if he wants to keep playing, which I think he does, I mean, maybe he retires, I don't know. I guess we'll find out soon enough. If he wants to keep playing, he has one option. He needs the Jets. 
He absolutely needs the Jets because nobody else wants him. The Packers don't want him. The, the Raiders don't want him. The Dolphins don't want him. Uh, the Carolina Panthers don't want him. Nobody wants Aaron Rodgers except for the New York Jets. Let's get Rick. Morristown, New Jersey. What's up, Rick? Welcome to the fan. Hey, hey, man. How you doing? I'm um, good. All right. I, I just see this playing out. I mean, if they really want to get rid of uh, Aaron Rodgers. The Packers, you mean? I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, why would the Jets be, not be able to get get him for a fourth round pick? No, I think I think that's I think that's what's holding this up is is the Packers are probably still trying to get you know high round draft picks, and the Jets are saying the Jets the I mean, Jets but the Jets are saying no. Well, you're it's it's us and who else? <laughs> Nobody else is talking to you right now, so they're trying to lower that. And and look, we know what the Jets have zero value for fifth, sixth, seventh round draft picks. And they they don't care. They don't want to draft that late because those are those are the guys you potentially miss on. You draft in the first three rounds, four rounds, you're likely to get a contributor right away. So the Jets yeah, are trying sure to push that, push that everything works. back. They're trying to push it back for Aaron Rodgers. Now, are they ultimately going to land at like a second round pick? Probably, but we'll see. I, I think that's what the conversation is. Well, that's the conversation right now. I think you get it done. Appreciate your call, Rick. I think he gets it done. I definitely do. I'm not saying that this isn't going to happen. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not screaming from the mountaintop. This is the worst thing you can do, Jets, by signing signing Aaron Rodgers. But I am saying there's a better option available, and and that option is Lamar Jackson. It's going to cost you two first round picks because he's on the non exclusive franchise tag, but he's also 26 years old and has a lot of runway in front of him. A lot of runway in front of him. And Aaron Rodgers, maybe not so much. I mean, I, I don't know what the dynamic's going to be like in the locker room with Aaron Rodgers. I know that it wasn't great last year in Green Bay, and Green Bay is ready to move off from him. So it's it's this thing is going to come down to the wire, and it's going to be interesting who blinks first in the negotiation. But according to reports, it sounds like Aaron Rodgers is on his way to being a Jet. I just think that it might not be the best situation uh, for the Jets in the long term. I guess we'll find out when we find out. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Welcome back to Tiki and Tierney here on WFAN. Tiki Barber, I guess I'm tasked for doing this Tiki and Tierney daily pick. It's brought to you by Superbook Sports. They're my buddies. Better odds, favorable prices. By Ramsey Mazda, choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. And by Flag and Anthem, real clothes for real life. Visit flagandanthem.com. There's no plus money in soccer right now, um, but I am going to Pick the Europa League. Manchester United is uh, taking on Real Betis. And Manchester United should destroy them. Coming off the 7-0 loss to Liverpool last weekend, I think they are going to run out and win this game by uh, by the more than two. So the goal line is minus one and a half. Take Manchester United laying a goal. or Yes, laying a goal and a half. So... Give me Manchester United's minus a goal and a half. Home, I think it's a home match. Yeah, it is a home match against Real Betis. So, we'll see. Yeah, half won yesterday. He did win, but he didn't want to do it. 
That's so, right. He's passing the buck. I had no interest The only person in who likes doing this is BT. He's the only one. No, no, no. If he liked it, he would have handed it off for two weeks. No, no. He just, it's too much work for him because he wants to be right. That's why he doesn't like it. You know why, you know why BT hates doing this is because he, it, he, he doesn't like being wrong. And so he. You he, noticed, huh? Yes. He pushes it off. He pushes it off because he doesn't want to be wrong. And right now, it is a hard time to find wagers that you can be right on. Like yesterday, I thought I thought PSG, who was down one nil, one one nothing aggregate on on um on in the uh, who are they playing? Uh, Dortmund? Were they playing? I forget who they were playing. Um, but I thought they would play great. They got shut out two nil, and so they lose three zero on aggregate. And that's PSG. That's with Neymar. That's with Messi. That's I with thought they all had to do was tie. I thought all they had to do was draw, right? No, no, that was the other one. That was uh, that was AC Milan and Tottenham. Gotcha. And that okay. was a draw because all they had, all AC Milan needed to do was to to was to draw to go to go forward. The way aggregate. that you and Gala were talking about PSG and G, I was gonna when I saw that I was gonna tag you and, and Gala in yeah. a nice little text thread yeah. or, or no, tweet. I, I, uh... I I actually watched most of the match too, and I was like, "What the hell is wrong with this team? They played aggressive to start, but they just uh, Bayern Munich. I knew, I knew it was a team they should have known. Bayern Munich is who they played. They lost two nil. So I would have been wrong if I picked yesterday. I'm picking Man U to cover more than a, a goal and a half. In like NBA terms, can you say a give me a PSG like equivalent? Um, a, it's like like the Lakers right now. Yeah. Well, you know it's interesting because it's not the Lakers because they're good. Like they're really good and they have they have a lot of stars. But it's a team that can't beat the other league. <laughs> The other league, so they just so PSG is obviously in in Liga, whereas um, Munich is in the Bundesliga, and in France they're dominant, but against these other squads they're not, they're not as good. So so they're not as good as we make them out to be. Then. They're kind of uh, that's what it comes down to. Their maybe. skill set is good, but it's the other people well, around you know them that make them better. Players are really good. They have they, their forwards are. Some of the best players in soccer. Messi's one of the greatest of all time, right? But they didn't get close to scoring yesterday. So it is what it is. So my point is, I would have been wrong if I would have picked. So you were right, I was wrong, but you gave it to me anyways because you don't want to do the work. That's right. So we should give it to Dove. Dove really should have done it today. Dove studies his stuff. Dove studies because... Now, I study when I see there's a, a trend to follow that I can be confident. And guess what? <laughs> there isn't. There is no trend ever. Ever. Uh, yes, because there was a point where the BetQL stuff, right? Is that what it was? Yeah. Dove was tracking the BetQL bets because you hear those as well on but our five they stars. Do okay. No, no. They, they do okay compared to other stuff. Yeah. But it's not... For somebody who was not a better, it's not worth getting involved. Yeah, it's not worth... It's not 70%. <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to pay my bills by doing that, right? Yeah, now. no, nobody should pay their bills and take it all, obviously all with a grain of salt, as we all always say, and you should know anyways. Uh, just like you should with Aaron Rodgers coming here for the New York Jets. There's one team that wants him. That's the Jets. Aaron Rodgers needs the Jets probably more than the Jets need Aaron Rodgers at this point uh, because the Jets have options, including Lamar Jackson. Hell, they could go get a, a middle middling quarterback um, who's just really competent and maybe win a lot more than they did last year. But they're going full in. Roster construction be damned. Future roster construction be damned. 
they want Aaron Rodgers, and it looks like a deal is imminent and is going to get done. Let's get to Anthony, who's out in Brooklyn. Anthony, welcome to the fan. What's up, dude? Yeah, how you doing, uh, Tiki? Uh, love the show. Thank you, man. Uh, quick question for you. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Can can you talk about what you think the Jets are going to give up in in uh, as far as trade is concerned to for get Aaron, Aaron Rodgers? For, for Aaron Rodgers, yeah. I mean, for a long time, we felt like it was a couple of first-rounders. Because just think about some of these trades that have happened with quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, you, you can, you can, you, Tom, not not even Tom Brady, but there's there's names you can throw out, and you're like, God, I had to give up three first rounders or two first rounders and a fourth rounder and a third rounder, but a lot of that is dependent upon the number of years that you're going to get from the player you're trading for. Like with Russell Wilson, you knew you were getting him for at least five, six years. With Deshaun Watson, you're probably getting him for you know eight years because of his age. With, with Aaron Rodgers, maybe you're getting him for two. So I don't think it's going to command a first-rounder. Uh, maybe it's going to be a third-rounder. Maybe. And maybe there's some escalation if you win a Super Bowl or something like that or get to a Super Bowl. It's it, it's going to be contingent. You can almost guarantee that. And I think that's why it's taking so long. There's one team that Aaron Rodgers can play for right now. That is the New York Jets. Nobody else is interested. Nobody else is knocking down the Packers' door. The Packers don't even want Aaron Rodgers. They're ready to move on to Jordan Love. And I think we all kind of could see this coming from the construction uh, see this coming from the construction of his extension last offseason, that 3-year 150 50 million dollar extension which made 58.7 or so money a million guaranteed for the 2023 season. That's untenable for the for the for the uh, for the Packers. And and so I think that they they wanted to force the issue uh, with Aaron Rodgers, and they have. So they don't want him. Nobody else wants him except for the Jets. That means the Jets have leverage in this trade. It felt like the Jets were the desperate team, but I actually think it's the other way around. Let's get to uh, Jonathan, who's in the Bronx. What's up, Jonathan? Welcome to the fan. Tiki, what's up, my guy? All's good, dude. I just wanted to tell you that I think you do so much better with this other guy who's on with you than Tyranny. Take care. <laughs> no, stop. Don't, don't be hating on BT. BT is watching his uh, St. John's Storm lose a 10-point halftime lead. They were up 36 to 26. It is currently 40 to 38. Marquette. Wow. I mean, that... How many minutes? Five minutes have gone by. They caught. There's a 15 or 14, 13 point swing in five minutes. 13 point swing in five minutes. Wow. We'll keep an eye on this one out of the corner of our eye. Let's get to uh, Mark, who's in Asbury Park. What's up, Mark? Welcome to the fan, dude. What's going on, Tiki? I'm a big fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thank you. I appreciate that. So a couple of callers ago, there, people started mentioning Stetson Bennett. What Stetson. round do you think he's going to go in? Oh, man, he's, he's so little. Um, but he's, he's got this intangible, like, winning thing about him. But he's more than a project. So I'm going to say if he gets drafted at all, it's going to be sixth round, maybe fifth, fifth or sixth round. Now, do you think he has a bigger upside than Zach Wilson does? <laughs> no, no. I think he doesn't have a big arm. Stetson Bennett was just, he's such a great leader. Like he, his story guys rallied around, and he's got, he's really smart. He's got the composure. But I got to tell you, you started to hear this narrative, and I know you you obviously followed this, Mark, because you're, you're you're talking, you asking about him. But there became a narrative last year that, of course, he was playing above everybody else because he was 24 years old, right? He he played for six years in college, which is very very rare. And so I think that works against him at the same time, right? Because if it takes him some time to figure out the NFL, is he going to be 27 years old before he's actually? A viable starter, so I, I think his draft potential is low. But I got to tell you, he's the kind of guy you want on your team um, as a backup, as someone who could potentially be a coach in the future. And if what if everything hit the fan, you throw him in there, he might win you. He might be able to win you a game or two. I mean, I like Stetson Bennett. He annoyed me a little bit because he just looks like he shouldn't be that guy that could, should go win. But damn, that dude back to back NCAA championships. And finalist for the Heisman Trophy, I wouldn't put anything past him. Very interesting uh, is Stetson Bennett, but I wouldn't draft him high. Tim in Chatham, New Jersey. What's up, Tim? Hey, Tiki. How's it going? Big fan. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm doing well. A um, couple things. Uh, you were met, you were talking about the guaranteed contracts uh, a little while ago and yeah. precedent in other sports. Um, don't you think, like, I might have missed it, but are we ignoring Deshaun Watson's contract? Yeah, Don't no. you think, Lamar? Well, that's that's the issue, right? The, the Deshaun Watson contract got done because the only way that he was going to allow himself to be traded, let's not forget, Deshaun Watson had a no-trade clause in Houston, right? The only way he was going to allow himself to get traded from Houston was to pre-negotiate with the trading team and get a guaranteed contract. Right, because he didn't want to lose all his money when he ultimately got suspended. Because if he signs a deal and he's making, let's say, thirty million dollars last year, and the league suspends him for half the season, he's he's going to lose fifteen million dollars because those suspensions are without pay. Cleveland got around that by making his year one salary one million dollars, and then ultimately giving him the rest guaranteed. And so yep. the only way that worked was because the Cleveland Browns are desperate for a quarterback. And the Houston Texans were desperate to get rid of their quarterback. And so, but it also set a precedent that no team wants to wants to follow. The NFL and the owners do not want guaranteed contracts. It's a non-bargained, collectively bargained benefit. 
to players, especially the better players. And if Lamar Jackson gets one without it being bargained, it now becomes the real precedent, not the oh, this is a you know an odd situation with 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 uh, with Deshaun Watson. It becomes a real precedent that the NFL wants no part of. Um, unless they collectively bargain it. And the only way that that's going to happen is if they get rid of the salary cap and you're not beholden to these massive contracts that ultimately happen, appreciate your call, Tim, that ultimately happen for quarterbacks, you get beholden to them, um, but then it kills you against the cap. And you can't you can't sign other players. You can't sign free agents. Yeah, you can't sign your own unrestricted free agents. And And as a result... Like, teams get stuck. There's a reason that this narrative around you have to win Super Bowls with young quarterbacks who are on their rookie deals started. It's because after if, if, if you if you draft the right guy, you get penalized, right? The NFL penalizes you for drafting the right quarterback because they've allowed the salary cap, to, or at least the quarterback salaries, to fly up exponentially. You know, think about this. Four years ago, five years ago, the top – Quarterbacks are making $28 million. Now Aaron Rodgers is making 50. Think about that. $50 million. And so it's so out of control. The only way to win, as is according to this narrative, is to either sign your quarterback to a 10-year deal like Pat Mahomes signed or have a rookie quarterback who's not kept counting you know, 20% of your salary cap. It's just it makes for a really tough situation for these NFL teams. And that's that's why guaranteed contracts are never gonna be that be a deal. And it takes a knee and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. St. John's Marquette update, 47-47, nine minutes remaining in the second half. Keep an eye on this one for the rest of the afternoon. It could be a good one. Jets and Giants, though, have been the main topic of discussion. We did hit on the Yankees a bit. Both Aaron Judge playing left field yesterday and today gives them so much positional flexibility. Should he be able to handle it? I think he will. Rizzo's going to need some days as only the DH. Stanton's going to have to play right field. And so Judge has got to play left if they want to keep the lineup correct. DJ obviously moves over to first base. But the big story of the day, and it may not, it may be a minor story, Dove tends to not be worried because he dealt with this issue last year as well. Uh, Carlos Rodon will miss 7 to 10 days after having some elbow inflammation. He's likely going to be out for the start of the season, which is March 30th, opening day against the San Francisco Giants. Uh, We'll be out there at the Hard Rock Cafe. We'll also be doing a little promotion with Uber Eats so one of you guys will get to come watch the game with both BT and myself. It'll be a fun one. We had a good time. We did that out at Judges Chambers last year as well. Um, but uh, Carlos Rodon's not going to be available till mid-April, Cashman said, a little bit earlier today. And again, Dove's not too worried about it. I'm a little bit concerned. This is the second starting pitcher, supposed to be a big rotational piece that Cash has signed and has been injured. Frankie Montas is out to the end of the year. Uh, I hope this isn't a big deal. I hope it's not, but it's hard not to be a pessimist. Uh, but really, we've been talking Jets. We've been talking Aaron Rodgers and my assertion that Aaron Rodgers needs the Jets more than the Jets need Aaron Rodgers. He's desperate. He needs to save some face because nobody wants him. 
The Packers don't want him. And know what? None of these other teams that were speculated for Aaron Rodgers want him. He needs the Jets to want him. And also, he needs to want to play. I think he does, even though he did talk about having some finality uh, in his life, in his career. We'll see. Craig in Morganville, New Jersey. What's up, Craig? Welcome to the fan. Hey, how you doing? I think you guys said it all. Nobody wants this guy. <laughs> Why do we want him? This guy's old. He's uh, he's going to be a headache dealing with the New York press. This guy is not the – everyone thinks it's going to be like a Tom Brady move, that we're going to get the Super Bowl in one season. Jets don't have enough offense for that. Mm. They have a decent defense. Yeah. Brady had a lot of pieces. It's just I a... think this guy is going to be a big mistake, and thanks for listening. Yeah, I appreciate your call, Craig. I don't know if it's going to be a big mistake, but I, I do have a lot of questions as it pertains to – Developing a young offense because you know he frust he got frustrated with this last year in Green Bay. Remember the whole Christian Watson thing? He dropped some balls and it just it kind of felt like it was getting a little off the rails. They lost a lot of games early, including to the Giants and the Jets. The Jets being at home, at least for the Giants, they could claim you know they lost to a team in London coming all the way from Green Bay, Wisconsin. It's very disruptive, but. I mean, it just, it just, it felt like things were not clicking well with a somewhat new, but not fully new offense. I mean, Aaron Jones was still there. The offensive line was still intact. They struggled, and Aaron struggled. Now you're going to throw him into a brand new situation where, with a Jets team that needs to win more than anything, the Jets need to win. They were a good quarterback away. They are going to get the best quarterback available. Sounds great. It's easy to get excited about it. Listening to all the commentary uh, off of Diana Rossini's report this morning that the Jets were imminent, uh, imminently going to sign Aaron Rodgers, it just it, it felt like overexcitement. Like, yeah, this is going to happen. But it also rings of desperation on both sides. Jets, but certainly from the Aaron Rodgers standpoint. Let's get to uh, Kenny, North Bergen, New Jersey. What's up, Kenny? Welcome to the fan. How you doing, guys? How's everybody? Uh, what he wants to do, uh, and, 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 you know, Kenny's getting serious. He's getting real about it. <laughs> you know what? Get off the pot, Aaron Rodgers uh, type of thing. I don't think that the Jets are, are Aaron Rodgers is quite that. Look, he's earned the right to be able to let's take his time about his future. And I think he he he's trying to do right by the Packers who really paid him well last year. I mean, he's averaging $50 million over three years of this contract. He wanted to be rewarded for, let's call it, past performance. It's the cliche we use. You get rewarded for past performance. Well, when you sign a three-year $150 million deal after winning back-to-back MVPs, it kind of sounds like you're getting paid for past performance. And then you go out and you win less than nine games and don't make the postseason. So the time is done. In Green Bay, they the Green Bay wants to move forward. Uh, the Jets need a quarterback, and they're the only team that seems to be knocking on the door of the Packers to try to get Aaron Rodgers. And so, Aaron Rodgers, if he wants to play, he's got one option. It's the New York Jets. Let's get to Frank, who's in White Plains, New New York. What's up, Frank? Welcome to the fan. Hey, hey how you doing? I'm doing well. Yourself? All right. Listen, you know, I always talk to you about Giants. I'm a diehard Giants fan. Yes, this I'm I know. A diehard Yo, Tiki, I'm a diehard Yo fan. I never forget you. Thank you. How Thank you, you played the game. I appreciate you that. You were the best. I left it out there. Had to. 
Yeah, but I tell you, take it, Daniel Jones. I'm gonna root for my Giants. I'm gonna be for Daniel Jones and everything. But I don't know how Daniel Jones is gonna overcome all these good quarterbacks that take us to Super Bowl. I have very little hope about this. Well, guy. I mean, he does have a lot of challenges because I mean, the, the division. Uh, appreciate your call, Frank. The division is. I don't say it's imp- it's really tough, but let's be real. Three teams in the division made the postseason last year. So if Dak and this Cowboys offense, which will now be helmed by Mike McCarthy, where they parted ways with their offensive coordinator, uh, and Mike McCarthy has taken back over play calls, if if that gets Dak right, uh, then the Dallas Cowboys should be good. I'm not saying they're going to be world beaters and the best team, but they should be good. The, the Philadelphia Eagles – while they are getting a little bit old in certain places, and particularly the offensive line, they're still going to be a good team. They're very well coached. Um, so they got to get through the NFC East. And 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 then after that, though, there's not a ton of teams that scare you. Right? There's, there's it's, I guess, Seattle. Maybe you can say that they're because of how good they were last year. But they overperformed, kind of like the Giants did. You're not terrified of the Rams. Uh, in the in the NFC West, the NFC South is probably going to be abysmal. None of those teams have quarterbacks or real direction. I guess Derek Carr in in, in New Orleans uh, could suffice. I mean, Detroit plays hard, and I love Dan Campbell. They finished over five hundred and are, feel like a team on the come, especially if Jared Goff keeps playing as well as he has been playing. But who scares you other than the teams in the division? So really, if you learn how to win in the division, who knows where the Giants can go? I mean, yeah, he might not be taking us to a Super Bowl, not next year, definitely. Um, but anything can happen. I'm not, I'm not crazy down on their their potential, their playoff potential. Let's get to Joe, who's in Bayside. Welcome hey, to the Tiki, fan, how you Joe. Doing? I'm good. Yourself? Thanks. Good, doing well, thank you. Got a couple questions here, Tiki. Do um, you think that when uh, Woody and his crew went down to uh, speak with Rogers? Yeah. Uh, that he said to them that there was some sort of time frame that they needed to know a decision by. I mean, obviously, they, they by going down there and, and, and courting him, they obviously knew that the Jets were very excited about getting him. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they don't want to be left uh, standing at the altar by themselves. Well, I, th- I, think it's, I think it's a week. I think it's under a week. If I was guessing the time frame, they would love to have this done before the legal tampering period happens, which is next Monday. But for, you know, a player like Lamar – Who's who is on the franchise tag? That can't happen until Wednesday. So the Jets kind of got to get their ducks starting to line up this weekend. And so this decision needs to happen pretty soon. I'm not saying it's imminent, but it needs to happen pretty soon. Yeah, and the other thing you were saying before one of the other calls that you, you felt that really uh, the Jets were sort of in the driver's seat that the uh, yeah. Rodgers needed the Jets some more. But let me ask you something: you can you imagine what will happen? If the Jets don't close this deal, the PR yeah. nightmare. Will oh, of course, the of course. Well, I think it will be a short-term PR nightmare. It's a good point, though, Joe. I, th- I think it'll be a short-term PR nightmare, uh, and only a really a long-term one if they don't come up with another solution. And you know, the other solutions could feel like wah ish. You sign Jimmy Garoppolo, you're like eh, eh, eh. You sign Baker Mayfield, you're like eh, right? But I think the other option that you can't not look at 
is Lamar. I know that it feels like a lot, but if you're going to go get a quarterback who's 26 years old, won an MVP, he's got tons of skill. I know he's coming off the PCL injury. Got tons of potential and upside. You got a really good offensive system and, and head co- or, uh, uh, coordinator, and Nathaniel Hackett. I believe that there's something there, and it's something that could be really exciting. So I know that Aaron Rodgers, it feels like Aaron Rodgers are bust, but I do think that there are other options than Aaron Rodgers. Let's get to uh, Chris in Woodbridge. What's up, Chris? Welcome to the fan, dude. Hey, how you doing? I just want to make a point that, um, listen, guys, you don't really need stats to tell you how good Aaron Rodgers is. Not everyone at all. Everyone knows that he's an MVP, and everyone knows, if you've been watching the games, that the Packers have they've been dropping the ball a lot this season. Yep. So last year, where does last that year, factor yeah. into the QBR? You understand? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not even QBR, worried. But... I think it's a broken system. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, the QBR. I don't. I don't worry about that because I, I prefer you know Pro Football Focus or True Media, who has the advanced stats like balls that should be catch, should be caught, things of that nature, expected you know points per attempt, those type if of things. If you remember, the first play of the game of the season was supposed to be a touchdown pass that yep. was dropped. Yep, that's right. And so, so that happens a lot. I think you you have to watch the games and watch. You have to. He has to pass the eye test. Did he pass the eye test? Yeah. There were some. There were some points where he didn't. In particular, against Detroit, for whatever reason, you know, you give Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions, a ton of credit because he frustrated the hell out of Aaron Rodgers last year. I think he had four interceptions or maybe f- five turnovers in that in those two games that they played, and that's ultimately what kept them out of the postseason. I appreciate your call, Chris. But you know. Uh, the eye test would tell you Aaron Rodgers played pretty good last year. It was after he broke his or damaged his thumb. That was in the Giants game that he kind of it took a little bit of a slide. Right, they lose the Jets game. Um, who else did they lose to right after that happened? Because obviously they lost to the Giants, then they lost to the Jets, they lost to the Commanders. And then they lost to the Buffalo Bills, and then they lost to the Lions in that game. Uh, that was an ugly one. It was fifteen to or fifteen to nine, I think. Yeah. So they lost six games in a row or five games in a row, and it just kind of felt like, man, this team is going nowhere. Then they somehow beat the Dallas Cowboys, but then lose two more games. So it was just it was a roller coaster of inconsistency offensively for this team. Some of it was Aaron Rodgers, but not all of it was Aaron Rodgers. Let's get Chris and Yonkers. What's up, Chris? Welcome to the fan. Hey, Dickie. Thanks for taking my call. Pleasure, man. I just want to talk about this Rodgers stuff. And uh, What are we doing? Guys calling in saying it's going to be a mistake, saying we should build behind Mike White. I understand Mike White did pretty good. And <laughs> so Come on. Yeah, people love He's- their infatuated with Mike White. I think they love the idea. Of Mike White, I'm not saying it's it's a it's a bad idea, but it's not a you know this is definitely going to happen idea with Mike White. And again, I like Mike White. I like how he played against Chicago, but this but history is not in his favor, and he's got to fight that. It is what it is. Um, in order for Mike White to become the guy in, in for the Jets, he's got to fight a lot of history, and he's also got to fight the reality of what this Jets organization has been trying to do for the last two months, which is find an a, a, not elite, but a v- above-average quarterback to pair with a very good roster so that they can win. That's all they, they need to find ways to win. Brian, last call of the day out in Long Island. What's up, Brian? Welcome to the fan. It's a 
forget about TB12. I want to talk to TB21. Ah, I love that. That's what my wife says. She's a big Tom Brady fan, only because he was cute back in the day. She's like, oh, their numbers are reversed. It must, it's fate. I'm like, be quiet. You know nothing about football, honey. <laughs> and she hey, doesn't. I, you know, I'm going to start off by saying I'm a Giant fan. Love that it. Said, um, I'm looking at, at this Rogers thing. Is it possible that, you know, they want to sign him short term? Yeah. Hopefully he'll help. To straighten out Wilson. Yeah, I think that's that's it, absolutely it. Because uh, in a way, I just feel like this is one way of saving face. Yeah. Because if anybody could put two hundred and fifty million dollars in escrow, it's Woody Johnson for uh, <laughs> Lamar. Yeah. So exactly. I, I, you know, you're not worried and about that it. That means they're giving up on Zach. Yes. So. Yes, I think I, I think, think, I think a lot to do with it. Yeah, you know, Brian, you make a, a, such a good point. It's, we haven't said it today. We've said it in, in previous times. Appreciate your call, but they keep saying. They are still committed to Zach Wilson. If they keep saying it over and over and over and over again. And if you go get Lamar Jackson, if you had gotten Derek Carr, Zach Wilson's done because he's not playing for two years. And after your third year, you got to make a decision on that fifth-year option. Um, and so it likely was not going to be good for Zach if you got a long-term solution. Aaron Rodgers, he's a short-term solution. But as I started the show saying, and I'll say it to end the show, Aaron Rodgers needs the New York Jets more than the New York Jets need Aaron Rodgers because nobody else wants Aaron Rodgers. Hoff, Dove, you guys are awesome. I appreciate your guidance and support behind the glass. We'll see you tomorrow. St. John's up a point. Two and a half minutes to go. Tiki and Tierney on WFAN. Talk to you guys soon. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.